you say at this time? By the way, can we just go ahead and just say that Brad Panovich, the meteorologist, doesn't know the power of the bunker. Uh, I, you know, the bunker has supernet. It, it's that supernatural power. <laughs> Little newsboys reference. Yeah, <laughs> the oh. Australian yeah. newsboys on them. I like that supernatural power. You born again? You are good. <laughs> What's so great about it is, it's like I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a sunny day tomorrow. I believe. Nope. I believe we dragged the water out of the clouds this morning. <laughs> I don't know how we did it because when I got up this morning, the most gorgeous i and i'm i I mean it's like i have mental photographs of when i started my walk about 15 minutes into my walk where it was it was this beautiful 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 red and then it became like a a yellowy orange and i thought wow what a great day this is going to be and then apparently uh our podcast has decided to become a low pressure area (laughs) within the Within the hemisphere that we're in, a cold front, okay, <laughs> a cold, a, a cold podcast well, front. But what's great is we do our best work when the skies are gray. It's kind of like game up time, you know. We like, actually, I don't know how we derive power from mm. the negative energy that is outside right now, but we are, we are like a, we're like a dynamo. We're we're grabbing it all, <laughs> grabbing it all. <laughs> so, anyways, welcome, podcast season three. Yeah. You know what? It. I don't know how I don't know how we've come up with our seasons, and I say this probably every week, but we're in season three. No one. Some, some people spend entire podcasts just adding one more to it. Yes. This is podcast number thirty-five. Well, no, no, we're in season three. Once again, we just want to give a big shout out to Cooksberry. We gotta, we gotta salvage it. We're, we're losing, we're losing, we're, we're hemorrhaging. They sent me a free CD-ROM <laughs> of the Bible last week. We're hemorrhaging their corporate sponsorship. We've got to be very careful. That thirteen cents per listen is really not adding up anymore. Well, they used to send coupons, but I don't get coupons <laughs> anymore. <laughs> hey, big shout out! Mom listened last week. She said it was one of our better ones. Ouch! I did give her five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. Yeah. No, oh. she didn't say it that way. She said, I really enjoyed the podcast. So we've got more listeners lately, which is great. We're glad and to bring it to you. We're, we're, glad, we're glad to, to, to Something to we look forward to. Yes. Yes. We were, we were just before, we were just planning what was going to be our Holy Week services. And folks, if you are in the area of Journey for Thursday night at 7 or Friday night at 7, you got to be here. We're, gonna have to, we're taking you on a journey. <laughs> a journey through... The Lenten season into the passion. You will have to excuse me. I've just thrown up a little bit in my mouth. Um, but okay, <laughs> he's he's thrown a journey reference out there. Yep. We are two minutes into the podcast, and already we are playing ourselves. I was ready to go this morning. I was ready to go, you know. So today, Mike, what are we talking about? We're talking about worship and uh, and and thankfulness, you know. And, and you know, as, as I was walking this morning, this thought came into my mind. We're where faith takes place, uh, you know, where we're, we're, we're called to have faith, there has to be some fruit that comes out of it. And that's whatever the, whatever the outcome of it, right? Even if, even if we have faith in something and it doesn't work out the way we want it, there still has to be fruit that comes out of it. And, you know, the, the passage that I think of almost immediately is the passage out of James. Faith without works is dead. Now, to, to be very careful here, 
you hear that faith begins the whole thing. It's not works that begin the whole thing. It's faith that begins the whole thing. Yeah. And the outpouring that is some sort of action on our part. And the, the simple basis, uh, well, as the sermon this Sunday is talking about the 10 lepers that were, that were healed, you know? And, you know, Jesus is walking down a path between, uh, you know, between Samaria and between um, Galilee. And, you know, obviously he's skirting Samaria because you, you don't go to Samaria. If you're, if you're a Jew, you don't oh, go there. Oh, that's a given. You're yeah, not you, you don't there. go there. No. The Samaritans are, are, uh, are They're people. not good. They're not. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's horrible. Oh. That's horrible. That's a but, reference. But getting, but getting back to, uh, you know, he's going along this path because he doesn't want to go into Samaria because this is the people that broke away. They started intermarrying. They did all these things that were not the pure Jewish faith actions to do. So he's walking along this path. And, you know, the interesting thing, and, you know, if you look at commentaries, some, some pick it up, some don't, is that we know one of them is a Samaritan, and we'll get to that in a minute. But when you're a leper, apparently all bets are off. You can hang out with anybody you want to. But think about it. You would. Yeah. If there was anybody you could talk to that wouldn't become unclean, that wouldn't have to be uh, sidelined themselves, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna be around those people because otherwise you're pretty much shunned by your people because of it, right? So they're, they're he's walking along this path, and these lepers are off in the distance, and they have to remain off in the distance, otherwise they will create this whole situation of uncleanliness, and they say, "Have pity on us." He says, go march to the priest and show yourselves. Well, if you know your Leviticus, and thankfully I've, I've just dabbled. Got, ju yeah, I've just got out of it. Uh, my Bible reading, reading my Bible to me was like two weeks ago. We just finished up Leviticus. And what you find is, is that if you, if you were, say, had some sort of skin disease, you would have to go off and be apart from people for seven days. And when you came back, the priest would have to look at you. And if it's not spreading, if it's getting better, then you would eventually become clean. But if you were not, you're back out. And if it had no inkling of getting better, then you were sent out of the community completely and had no chance to come back. So when, when Jesus says, go have the priest look at you, you're sending people that have already been shunned, already been kicked away, sent off to be away from their people, Obviously, knowing that they're lepers, they're not getting any better. It's almost like sending someone to be sent right back, right, mm. because of their situation. But as they're walking, they become clean. As they're walking, the act of faith, right, yeah. that Jesus has more for them than just simply a, a lost trip back down into town to be kicked out again. And this one leper turns and walks back to him, praises him, uh, you know, falls on his, falls on his knees and, and praises God, praises Jesus for what, what he did. And Jesus says, you know, your faith has healed you, go. And, but before he says that, he says, we're not, was not all 10 of you healed? You know, only the foreigner comes back. And, you know, I, I think part of it is just this, this simple idea that what you would expect the, the believer to do, right? What you would expect the everybody who follows Jesus to do is not 
the thing that they do. But it's the one that would be categorized as out on the fringes, not quite, uh, not quite knowing what they're doing, does what every one of them should have done. Yeah. And and I think I think that's kind of the. I think that's the portrait of the church, isn't it? Mm. You know, we we have this one of the nine mentality where you know where the whole group goes, we go, and what if? What if we decided instead that if, if, I'm, if I'm acting in my own faith in Christ, that I would, I would find a way to make sure some fruit produced out of it, even if it's the witness of, you know what, I was not healed from what I, what I faithfully prayed for to be healed from. However, the Lord is still with me. Your, your witness is more powerful than, than not saying anything at all. I think Lent for me sometimes is a lot like this too. I can look at my life and see where God has healed things in sure. in my life. Sure. And, and I want to be the one that comes back and said that says thank you for the things you delivered me from. Right. And for the future that you provided for me. I, I want to be the one. Yeah. And but sometimes I think when life gets crazy, we forget to have a mindset of thankfulness. Or maybe God's provided and sometimes we we go Oh, thanks so much in the moment. And then we forget to remember how good God has been. Right. And, you know, along that same line, it's like, why don't we? You know, this is a scary thing to talk about outside of the Lenten season. I, I, I will say this. This is kind of like I'm using I'm using the season we're in to kind of really push people to look at their own life because in Lent or in Advent, it is that introspective time because you pull this out of, out of nowhere. You're, you're preaching this, you're talking about this in May, June, July. Well, num number one, if it's in July, there's half the people aren't going to be there anyway. <laughs> but, you know, like you can't, you have to pick your, you have to pick your, your places, right? You have to pick, pick your, your places spots. where, yeah, yeah, pick your spots where it's going to make the most and we've just, I've, I've been trying to push us, me included, let me, let me say that out loud, me included, to take stock in what this scripture looks like in my life, what the reality of what's happening plays the same way in my life, and what ways I would need to change to better exemplify, better reflect who Jesus is to me. Because he remains constant. He constantly is the guy who breaks down the barriers. He's constantly the chain breaker. Uh, he's the one you know, who, I love that song. Who, who, who kills all the fear. You know, the other song, Fear <laughs> is a Liar. You're naming all my favorite yeah, ones. I know. Right? But, yeah. but you know what I'm fear saying. Liar, I mean, yeah. I mean if, he, yeah. Yeah, if he continues to be who he is, how can I take a step in that direction to where I'm trying to be more like him? And like I said, Easter is the... Easter's the best place. It's almost like a Christmas time where people's hearts are ready to hear something to, to drive them to something different. Easter the same way. So yeah, let's let's look at what it means to be the one, right? And uh, you know, it's it's kind of a it's a catchy kind of a phrase, but it's also the reality of the text. You want to be the one guy that comes back and thanks the Lord for who He is and what He's done. And that's that's the challenge, I guess, of of what what we're talking about today. And um, I'm reminded of a scripture when I'm trying to 
Let's, let me get my uh, pro producers on this yeah, real what? quick. I mean, Guys, can, we, can you pull up that script? We've got I, people. We've got people no, typing stuff. Yeah, no, 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 pull up that scripture. Howard, uh, get mine ready too, Howard. Philippians two two. Okay. So I, thanks. This just in. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you looking that up. Okay, great. Shout out to our tech guys. To make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love and being in the spirit of one mind. Christ calls us to have the mind, to have a like-mindedness yeah. that He has. Yep. So that's a real low bar, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. really easily attainable. I mean, you know, I mean, that's the great solved. part. Of, that's the great part about Easter. It's all about all the easiest ways <laughs> to get it done. Yeah. The cross, the thorn, the crown of thorns, the 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 lashes with the cat nine tail, carrying the cross up to up to the skull, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. The easy way out. I was I, I I tell this story. Yes, that was sarcasm. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's very, very heavy with sarcasm, and I'll, I'll continue it a little bit. So here, I talk about this off mic a little bit about passion of the Christ. I want to tell this story because I think it's I think everybody would would value this so i'm in my 20s passion of the christ comes out if you haven't seen it and you really want to weep and a very powerful movie um i'm taking a funny take on it for the purpose of this very I, I don't honestly know any other way to put it than if you ever wondered what it was an really inkling of what it was really like and and the just the 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 raw emotions on on a level that you can't even imagine that movie just delivers that reality that we 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 think of never having to see ever yeah mike and i both have a copy of it and it's shrink wrapped and sealed in both of our houses we laugh about this because every year i think about maybe i'll watch that again but here's what's funny I, when i saw it in the theater i remember all youth groups had it was a rated r movie so we had to get like waiver permission and everything. yep i was a youth leader at that time as well yeah and i was home my brother was still in youth group at the time, and I'm, I'm telling the story. I, I'm going to tell him that I plugged him on the podcast. <laughs> and then he's going to listen and never listen again. Oh, so great. But go ahead. Here we go. So we go to the movie theater, and, you know, I remember going to, like, some type of community prep class where somebody really talked about it and was like, here's what you're going to experience. They had seen it. They wanted everybody to have a perception of what it was. So I was very aware of what I was getting into. But the youth are buying popcorn. Oh. They're getting Twizzlers. Oh, boy. And I'm going, man. So we get in there, and about halfway through, because most of it is just all about it suffering. Is, it is all about the torture and and uh, really just, just painful aspects of what Christ did for us. Yeah. I mean, plain and simple. And— I obviously was very moved. I'm also uh, I respond more emotionally to things than my brother. Right. So I'm watching it. People stop eating their popcorn about pretty quickly, like <laughs> minute wow. five. <laughs> so the youth are like in a s real sober place. Yeah. So I go from being like very introspective and, and watching it to pretty much a sobbing wreck. Yeah. In, in the seat. Me as and well. And my brother nudges me. And he goes, "It's only a movie, Jay." <laughs> <laughs> So I had a <laughs> my brother is a believer and has a great <laughs> relationship with God. He was president of the youth group, but it was just funny that th that he was dealing a huge reality card right he, there, he, or he attempting was to. to help. He was attempting, yes, he was attempting to put out one of the fires. But my in sharing that uh, a little bit of a funny story of a hard topic is to go to say that. 
I was very aware in that moment, more more so than I ever had been, about how thankful I was for what Jesus had done for me, because it was yeah. right there. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we we have we have a depiction. We I'm have a de- shaking. I'm I trying know. to not remember. Something. I know we have <laughs> depictions in the passions that are that are covered in John and and in and in, in, in the Gospels, and each one gives us a a a blink of an eye of what what he's gone through. I mean, it certainly ex- explains it in a in in good detail. But I'm just saying, in terms of us being able to visualize, us being able to kind of put ourselves in that moment not even close this now this movie however uh you know i mean obviously they we they've got to go with what they have in writing and then kind of take the liberty of trying to piece it together to make it flow into a movie but even even that even if they're only scratching the surface of what happened to jesus wow you know and you know as we as we get prepared for for holy week as we get prepared for easter and and uh, you know I'm, I kind of say that tongue in cheek because really every you know and we say this too every Sunday is an Easter for us every Sunday we we remember that Christ died for us and that He rose again for us and so so in that but in this one this one day's depiction on an Easter Sunday we we bring that that initial first moment to light. And it's it's a light that that saves the world if they mm. would only believe, right? Yeah. So then then the you know we've so we, a mic drop. Yeah. So so we <laughs> so we build this huge buildup of of yeah yeah faith without works is dead, and we we build this whole buildup of you see what happens to Jesus, and you can't you cannot help but have your insides ripped out by it. But where's the, where's the proof, where's the fruit in our own lives? And for every time we have been the one, there's probably about nine times that we've been one of the nine. Oh, ouch, right? Mike. But ouch. I know. It's true, though. I know. I mean, and that's, very, that's, I mean, that is the part that hurts the most about this is like I'm, I'm throwing this out there in a, in a casual way of just, just laying it out as it is, right? And depending upon how deep you dive into this, depending upon how real you want this to be, are are we shortchanging? Are are we one of the nine? Are we shortchanging what has just been done for us? Because basically, Jesus saved those ten lepers. Because what was the what was the rest of their life? The rest of their life would have been outcasts. Would have been trying to eke out some kind of an existence away from friends, away from family, over, away from the the connection of the community, all in this, this place of brokenness is where they would live, which, you know, I don't know. How do, how do you do with symbolism? I, I, do, uh, I do pretty well where I think to myself, you know what, at, at some point we have to imagine ourselves the lepers— screaming to Jesus, have mercy on me. Lord, save me. Lord, I need you, and I can't, I can't make this life work for me. I, I can only do this with your help. And he does the same thing for us. I mean, ta- I mean, 
I think you can honestly make that make that quantum leap without it really, you know, maybe that's maybe you're thinking, oh, Mike, that's a little too far to go. But is it really? Is it really? Because are we not separated from God? Are we not separated yeah. from the community, the, the community of believers? Are we not separated from eternity with him? by this leprosy called sin, by this mm. leprosy that we, we were born into, that we can't, we can't clean ourselves of, that Jesus says, just simply believe in me. But what if somebody's just a good person, Mike? What if somebody just says, uh, I'm a good person? Um, and that's, you know, that's, yeah. you know, but that's a, that's a, that's a nine line. It that's is. That's a nine line. Yeah. That's a one of the nine line, but I'm a good person. Yeah. No, you. You can't. Gracious, no. No, because again, if you if if you look at this as like a, and forgive me, my math is not great, but if you look at this as one of those quadratic equations, you look at this like a big equation where you've got Jesus doing all this on one side, and you've got all this jumbled up math on the other. It doesn't make any sense that this one guy is greater than everything that's going on here. But the problem is we, st we try to do the math on our side yeah. without taking any consideration of all the math that was done on the other side to make it possible that he would be greater. And, you know, that's – and for you, for you math teachers out there, I have just blown the doors off the quadratic equation <laughs> in a very negative way. But just the, the point being that you've I'm got... I'm just still trying to remember how to do slope of a line. Oh, my goodness. What know. are you doing? <laughs> um, well, you're derailing us, Jay. Also, what's the grace that's called that has gone before us? Is that yeah, the pervenient, pervenient. pervenient yeah. grace? Yep. But and I just like dropping big words. But seriously, that's the grace. Like, that's why the equation seems like it shouldn't work, but it does because of the work that was done before the pervenient sure. grace. Yeah, and... You know, this if you've never heard of prevenient grace before, grace is grace is grace, but grace has a way of moving in ways that somebody took the time to say there's a prevenient grace, there's a, a sanctifying grace, there's a justifying grace. And really it's all the same grace, just the 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 facets of what grace does in our life. Grace is there before we know. Grace brings us to the point that we do know and can live in the fact that we know it. And then grace then takes us on to that be holy as I am holy, that sanctification yeah. part of it. It is the same grace. It is the same gift. Christ at the cross gives us that gift of grace, and that grace has the power to, to shoot back away from before Jesus was born to all those people and far beyond his life into our lives, and that's, that's powerful. I'm not going. I'm not. No, I'm he's tempted. got. Folks, you, we don't have a video camera in here for a reason. I just got the. <laughs> I just got the name dropping eyes. I'm. I'm fairly certain that's what I. What I, did I? Did I read this right? No, Was that, I don't have a name drop. I, but I there's a story. There's a story. This is a. I'm. I'm. I'm threatening myself not to tell it, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Face. I saw it. No, I don't have one. I really because I'm too caught up in the. We've been working on. Worship services. Let me do a shameless plug, okay? Okay. Thursday, we're going to be ECAM. If you can't make it here, it'll be ECAM. Yep. And Friday will be ECAM as well. But things are good, and if you can get here, you should get here because we've got some different elements going on. So we've just been really talking about 
um, Good Friday and stuff, and I get excited about Holy Week because it's really cool that, that some of my kids tell me Easter is their favorite time of the year. How cool is that? It makes me want to buy them things. <laughs> um, and I kind of think, just to dumb down what we've, all, what we've said, they're so thankful, and I, my response to that thankfulness is to want to bless them more. And I feel that that's how God is with us. If you have a spirit of thankfulness, look, I, I know that I am not the best singer, the best guitar player, the best at a lot of things. I, I know that. Sure. But I know that every step along the way in my life, I've tried to be as thankful as I can. And God takes that and says, he's thankful. And he wants to bless more. So it's a win-win just to live with – listen, it also – this – this follows over into the secular world. They t- Mike's laughing at me, but this works. No. Big I'll fan of the when day show. Uh-huh. And so you're talking the other day, just having a spirit of thankfulness, even if you don't know where that comes from, can affect your life. So how much more powerful and how much more blessed is your life going to be if you go to God and you thank him for all these things? He's only going to want to bless you more because you show that you're thankful. Like God didn't take away – like the nine that walked away that didn't come back – why are you laughing at me? I'm on a roll. You are riled up. You don't need, you are riled up. You know you what? don't need a therapist. Folks. You need the man that Judas kissed oh in your life. Okay, so folks, if you've never seen the movie Happy Gilmore, there's a point where he starts <laughs> yelling at a golf ball to get in the hole. Don't you want to go to your hole? No, don't you need to go to your hole? I am hearing I am hearing what? this kind of <laughs> just straight up it's fervor, he, Mike. Oh, he's 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 passionate. He's passionate. We've we've un, we've uncovered We've uncovered something here. Jay, please grace us with something more to this. No, I'm good, Tom. I'm no, good. you're not. No, but what I'm saying is this. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. You're preaching on Sunday? Is that, what, is that what's happening? Are you, are you so fired up? You've got a I'm word you've got to get? About, I was sitting. It's great that this is the topic day because I was sitting on the couch the other night talking to Megan. And, and I said, I'm just so thankful for the my family, for the I, I have this place in my kitchen, um, and when we first moved into this house, and this is I'm going somewhere with this metaphor, when we first, well Megan had the house first, but it was a you know a foreclosure, tons of things wrong with it, and I walked into the kitchen and I, and I looked at the island, we didn't have the kids yet, and I looked at that island in the kitchen, I said I'm gonna one day serve my kids breakfast across this island and it's going to be an amazing day and i do that like every morning now while i'm while i'm yelling at them to get ready because we have to go to school that's exactly right but at the same time what i realize and this is this is my challenge to you is even though i'm trying to get them the food and hey do you have all the things you need for school yeah i take a moment and it hits me like a hammer this is what you dreamed about Give thanks to God for the ways that he's blessed you. You're blessed with great kids. Certainly. They're laughing and enjoying each other. Yep. You dreamed about this, and because you were thankful and because you continue to be thankful, God blessed you with an amazing family right. who drive you crazy sometimes. But all it's part of it. all about remembering to be thankful in the moment for what you have. Well, and what I would, a- what I would add to that oh, is Oh, there goes the mic. It just dropped. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what I would add to that is a promise that I think – I think I can throw out there that I know will come true in every single situation. Can you can you imagine making a promise like that? Uh, listen, alley oop. Okay. I'd 
okay. threw it up there. You did. It, All right. This it. is this is what I would say to you. If you are looking for ways to be thankful for what God has done, you will not have any trouble finding them. You won't. You won't. You really won't. And and if if you if you have a a thankful heart, like the one guy did, even what seems even what seems to be a a, a needless effort is worth everything, right? Yeah. I mean that that to me is is the power of it is that if if you're walking into this thing to looking for ways to praise God in your situation and folks if you come upon someone who has this kind of a mentality you will be drawn to them and and you'll be drawn to them because no matter what's going on in their life no matter how bad their life might be there's still something to praise God about there's still something and and you know there's I, I will just say I've got a good friend and uh, he has nothing. And I mean nothing, but he has a song to sing. He has mm-hmm. a, a heart that just simply beats for the Lord who saved him, beats for the Lord who keeps him going every day, that kind of a thing, you know? And I think of I think of the last psalm, the last words of the last psalm, let everything that has breath praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Why don't we have why don't we have that kind of mentality with everything? You know, in the good, praise the Lord. In the not so good, praise the Lord. Why? Because of who he is, because of what he's done. Which one do you want? Either one of them, either one of them plays out perfectly, right? Yeah. I mean, that says it. <laughs> but did you mention anything about our Holy Week services on Thursday and By Friday? Way, Holy Week services <laughs> this year. <laughs> What for, are you, our time? for you 14 people that are that are listening right now, if you talk to 14 of your friends and then they talk to 14 of their friends, we, need a church we really would not have enough space to put all those people in it. However, it would be a really nice gesture if you did. So I wanted to kind of close with this. Um, what I think is interesting but gives you a glimpse into the mind of Christ the one guy comes back and says, thank you. Jesus doesn't take the other nine and just wipe yeah. them back. With Isn't that great? Isn't yeah. that amazing? Uh, yeah, even if you're one of the nine, you still are blessed. You still have something to be thankful for, even if you are not thanking God for it. Exactly. Yeah. And that is the point, that Jesus didn't go, oh, well, you came back. Well, you get to stay clean. But the other, bam. Yeah. No. That's the amazing. That. That's the amazing of grace right there. There it is. Yeah. So this week. I always like to end with a challenge. Of course you do. I challenge you to come up with a challenge, Jay. Well, my challenge is very simple this week. And you will find it. Seek him while he was still found. (laughs) No, no, I want you to try to figure out some things in your life that you're thankful for. Maybe it's something you didn't expect. Maybe it's something that's, um, you know, we have blessings in disguise and sometimes... And look for some things that are new, right? Yeah, that's you know yeah. don't don't just I well, mean everybody me everybody can focus yes. on family, everybody yeah. can focus on friends, everybody can focus on their salvation. But what is something this Easter two thousand twenty one? Make it real for yourself, right? Yeah, don't just be like, I'm, I'm thankful, thank, I'm thankful that Jesus loves me. He's a good friend. <laughs> thankful my because. Kids. My spouse. I had bacon today. I need bacon points. was really good my today. My spouse. 
<laughs> yeah. Make it real. Make okay. it. Ma- it could be an right. unexpected. Like maybe you got a new job offer, or maybe you know it could be even something simple. Like, man, I heard a, a couple birds this morning. I'm just thankful that I'm breathing. Yep. You know, um, you know, and that's that's it. If you can't find anything to be thankful for, and you really can't breathe in and breathe out and concentrate on your breath and know that you are a gift from God and that you're a child of love, setting up an Easter song. Nice. There we go. Nice work. And know that just you being alive is a gift. So have a great week. Yeah. Uh, hey, be gentle. Don't forget. Oh, yeah. Keep being gentle. And by the way, big props to Mike. That's my prayer lately, too. And I think being gentle helps me to be thankful as well because it allows me to be calm and see the way God is moving in my life. Damn. So peace. Have a great week. Have a great week. <laughs>